Hello and welcome to episode 122 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is December 10th, 2018. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones 2 and we are both from McFlugel.com. Show notes page for this episode is McFlugel.com slash 122 where you'll be able to find links to the stuff we talk about as well as uh, checking out our sponsor LibertyMugs.com where uh, we're running a Christmas special this month until... December 25th, where uh, if you use the Christmas code, or the, the coupon code CHRISTMAS at checkout, you'll get 15% off your order. So you don't have to remember that, what the code is, because if you go on the LibertyMugs.com, it'll be plastered up on the top. So with that, I'm going to hand it over. Plastered. Yes. I, that's what, I mean, they're mugs, so they're for drinking. So when you have your, uh, when you're eating your fruitcake, you can uh, pour some eggnog in your mug and add some rum or whiskey or bourbon, whatever whatever you so like to mix with your eggnog while you eat your delicious, delicious fruitcake and, uh, and enjoy it and get 15% off when you do it. There you go. So, All right, Slappy, why don't you uh, introduce yeah. our episode topic? <clears throat> yeah, well, thanks, Rallo. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, some football players since it's uh, getting the fantasy football playoff time. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, we had a Heisman Trophy presentation this weekend where Kyler Murray from Oklahoma won the Heisman. Um, somewhat surprising to me. I thought uh, the guy from Alabama was going to win, but he didn't. So uh, congratulations to Kyler Murray. However, over the weekend, uh, I guess that I'm assuming some reporter went through all of his tweets going back to, I don't know how many years, when he was 14 or 15 or something. Uh, I know he's not a freshman. I don't know what year he is. Maybe a junior. I, I'm not sure. So he's probably 2021. 20, so we're going back a long time and found some offensive. I don't even know what the tweet was. Do you? He called his friend a queer. Yeah, so I'm sure everyone listening, no one here has ever done that before. So you can probably see how egregious this is. Yeah, and let I mean, it be known, I was quoting quoting him right there. <laughs> I would never use that term. Um, no, I mean, I saw an article on ESPN.com, and these things don't get me much anymore. They're so It seems like they're so common. You could go through anyone's tweets or go back long enough and, and find someone that said something that people didn't agree with. And then it, it, they try to blow it up into a big deal. <clears throat> um, which I really actually think you got to be a real, a real special loser to go through someone's tweets and find one when they're 14. And that's the only one they found. It's not like they found, you know, 800, right? Yeah. As far as I know, maybe like another they, <laughs> tweet that said like basically the same kind of thing, but who knows? I don't know. But you have to go back that long and then you're going to pull it out like, hey, he was 14. He said this. And like that means anything. Like, what are you supposed to do? Take his Heisman from him? I don't know what the point of the article or this research was. To but get uh, he called his buddy a queer, which I'm sure, like I said, no one's ever done that before. But anyway, Riley, you got some thoughts on it? Yeah. First of all, if I were somehow the manager or boss of this reporter, I would fire him. For wasting all that time. Yeah. And also just like trying to dig something. I forget how the how the reporter phrased it. I think it was something like uncovered. Or yeah, it I surfaced. It sur it surfaced that he tweeted this. No, you went 
and you, yeah. I guess, searched through his tweets and found. I, I maybe he. I wonder how he did it. If he was just if he scrolled through, or if know, he if he did I the use the search function and was just trying to find different words. And he had to go all the <laughs> way to queer. To yeah, uh, I don't know how far down the list was that? I don't and know. And then when he found it, he was probably like, "Yes, this is gold." We're, we're taking this print it print it yeah <laughs> like, but i mean that's out of himself that's what a lot of media outlets do and what they like because they care about the clicks and they care about they don't care about actually being journalists or having any sort of integrity or just being like can you imagine just can you there's there's the the saying the meme imagine being this person on twitter <laughs> yeah. when, when imagine being this guy that your way to congratulate this kid for winning the Heisman, which is a fantastic award to win. I mean, one guy wins it. There's a whole lot of college football players. Yeah, and his his response to hey, this is this is an amazing thing for this kid. Is oh, let me go try to destroy you. And fortunately, yeah. I mean, this is how 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 much they have to grasp now is that oh no, he said he called his friend a queer. And I think most people just kind of didn't care. Or thought it was pretty egregious that the reporter did this. I don't know that he actually really got that much backlash. I know he sent a tweet out saying, hey, I'm sorry. I don't think this way anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's yeah, it's terrible that people have to. The, I don't like apologies, but I get why people do it. I get why they do it, but I wish people wouldn't do it. I wish it. they wouldn't. Because especially for something like this, it's like, who cares? Right. It's like, I don't care. And people are always, you know, who cares who's 15 years old? Exactly. Also, I don't care if he was 150 years old. It's stupid yeah. to care about that. Like these right. were, when you give, when you get all upset about this stuff, all you're doing is giving stupid words power. Whereas if you just kind of like, whatever, especially when it's not meant, when it's, when you're saying it to your friend. I mean, I know there's there's lines that are there, and not all words are, you know, I don't I don't say every word out there myself, but you know, there's a difference between, you know, using it in hate when when you're look, when you're pointing at someone and saying, you know, in in more words or less saying I hate you and I'm calling you some word, as opposed to you're joking around with your friends and calling it. <laughs> it's it's just like use your head, and so. The fact that this is just, this is the point where we're getting that they're trying to take someone down for using the word queer when he's messing around with his friends makes me feel good, makes me feel bullish about uh, smacking down this PC culture thing, that it's not sustainable, it's not going to last. There, uh, I'm not saying it won't get worse or we won't have maybe a little bit of a, a dark time with this, if especially if the government starts trying to police speech more, but it's just completely unsustainable. And I look at it uh, kind of the way you look at economics because the people who care about this and get all worked up about this and that's what they focus on. It, it, that's kind of the microcosm for, you know, they're not able to focus on more important things or, you know, they, they put that ahead of other things. Like, can you imagine if an NFL team, I, I don't know, I don't know uh, how high this guy is supposed to be uh, uh, in the draft or if he is going to I assume he's going to get drafted at some point. Um, I don't know how, how high he is 
who Kyler Murray? Yeah. He was a first round baseball pick. Oh, that's right. He's playing baseball. Okay, so this still applies. So, um, if a team said, I think this is problematic that he used the word queer and I'm not going to draft him because of that and he falls to to a a lower in the draft and another team picks him up and uses him and, you know, if this is the worst thing this kid's ever done, then uh, you know he's, he's probably going to be a decent human being, uh, right? So uh, that's all you can find on him. That's yeah. So if you don't take him because of that, like you, you just hurt yourself, and the team that you let him get to is in, is doing good for themselves. And then you know, let's say uh, because the NFL did just uh, basically kick someone out of the league. The NFL stepped in and so the individual teams and said, hey, we're, we're removing you from our league totally because of this. And then that allowed him to, because Murray's a two-sport athlete and mm-hmm. could probably play professionally in both, which is, which is rare. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe he goes to another league and, and, and helps them economically and, and by extension doesn't provide that economic uh, support to the other one. So... You know, this this may be kind of an exaggerated case because of uh, it's the NFL and Major League Baseball and there's a lot of money in there, but it still applies to everything else. It, it applies to companies that try to have a super PC workplace and if you say the wrong word, then you're, then you're going to go in HR and get fired or get disciplined otherwise. That's not a good work environment for people to... Uh, to feel like they're always having someone over their shoulder, have to worry about if they say the wrong thing that they're going to get fired or disciplined. That's pretty terrible. And and at the same time, it's terrible to to have to worry about whether or not you're going to be harassed. But companies don't don't allow that to happen, or they shouldn't allow that to happen. And and it's in their best interest not to have that allow that to happen. So, um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make much sense to uh, for businesses and, and everyone else to pursue this PC culture because it's just so unsustainable and so destructive and uh, and doesn't help you out. So uh, I think that there will be companies that try to go with it and do it, and I think they already have been. How much of it is real and how much of it is just kind of window dressing just to make people uh, happy? And kind of quell the uh, quell the people ready to to flip out over this stuff, and how many are actually instituting like poisonous policies like this? But those that I actually do- wonder how many are really flipping out over it. Well, I I don't know if I told this story here, but um, we uh, we had a few seminars we'd go to where I work. Uh, the first one was they had a panel of. Uh, people from HR's human resources departments in the city and big companies in, in the city where, where my company is. And they did a panel about diversity in the workplace. And I had to go to it and I thought that it was going to be painful and that I was going to want to, you know, poke my eyes out. Uh, but it was actually really good because the entire panel that was up there they were all just like extremely reasonable and without going through every single story and every single detail about it, there's a, there are two things that stick out. 
in my head that kind of sums everything up. And the one woman told a story about how she was doing consulting for a company that was hiring. They decided they wanted to hire a lot of people with autism. I forget. I don't know the reason for it. It doesn't really matter, but they were doing this. And so they had questions about how they were going to manage these people, how they're going to deal with, with, because people with autism are, you know, they're, they're socially very different. And so it can be difficult, uh, to deal with some, some of their issues that are, that are unique to them. And so they, they kind of went through and said like, all right, this is kind of the management plan, management style that you want to do. And they went through the whole nine yards and, and the response they got back was, wait, this is just like normal good management practices. And they said, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, the other thing that happened was a, uh, a woman in, in the audience raised her hand and asked about the, uh, the gender wage gap. And a woman who was on the panel just said like, well, first she, her response was, well, first of all, that gender wage gap doesn't exist. It's like, it's, it's, it's just in the media and the press, they're just using it to, to make a story. But if you actually look at what's going on there, it doesn't exist. Uh, so these are the people, these are the people in major companies in a major city in HR that are, just talking like normal human beings, completely reasonable. And this was not just, it wasn't just like old white guys up there. There were women. And I remember there was at least one black guy. I think, yeah, there was, I think a black woman, black, black man and and white woman. And I, I forget who else was there, but it wasn't, it was a diverse crowd up there and they were all, and and they were, yeah, they were all just completely what you would expect a reasonable human being would act and that shouldn't be surprising because i think the vast majority of people think this way right uh so hopefully because i don't know how common that is um i work at a small company we don't go through this much um but hopefully that is a shit hopefully that's the sign of a shift that people need to like relax and just treat people like people and you'll be okay well can you imagine losing uh a valuable employee especially in a competitive industry, you lose a valuable employee because he said something that someone got offended by that normally would just be like, all right, well, maybe apologize to him because it wasn't a nice thing to say. But now you have, there's pressure to like, just like fire these people. And so maybe they go work for another company that's just like, well, that, that are like these people and think that that's absurd. And, and maybe we should, deal with the adults like they're adults <laughs> right and they're they're going to uh going to to uh get better as a result they're gonna they're gonna start out competing their their rivals who are firing people for stupid reasons and uh you know we we see this with anything else we see it, it's not just about human resources departments it's about who uses the uh, who's most efficient and uses the best uh, the resources to the best of their abilities. It's it's no different than anything else in economics. It just depends on uh, I don't know how. I mean, not 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 that uh, <clears throat> what's it called? Uh, press doesn't matter. 
I mean, it is, it is all part of it. Right. But it's now like to the point, like we said, they had, they had to go back till Kyler Murray was 14 to find that he calls, called his friend a queer and try to blow it up. It's like, it's not sticking anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're talking about it, but I don't think anybody cares. I I mean, I don't think there's any outrage over him. I don't even think people who typically would be offended by these words, they're probably like, yeah, he was 14 and called his friend a queer. I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're, they're who's talking about it other than reporters trying to get clicks. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they're, I mean, and that's the thing, they have to just keep pushing the envelope further and further. And that's just going to drive more and more people to be like, well, all right, maybe I was with you for some of this other stuff, but now it's, uh, now you're getting insane and, uh, I don't really care anymore. And now that, and that's the other thing. It's like, uh, I know Tom Woods talks, but he's been on a few uh, other podcasts where he's talking about his public speaking, and he says how I think this is a, a good analogy to make is that when he says he's speaking, he says it's bigger to do uh, do public speaking at a large venue with a big audience than it is in a smaller one, because when you're in a small venue, people feel uh more self-conscious about clapping or laughing or something in the audience. But right. when, when you're in a big crowd, there's a much greater chance you're going to have that one guy who just like laughs at everything you say. And as Woods puts it, when that guy laughs, it gives the permission to everybody else to laugh too. So it just like kind of loosens everybody up and everyone kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, goes along and helps you out. And I think it's the same thing with this kind of stuff is I think that the vast, it, cause it's very easy to kind of look at all this and the PC culture and the if being offended and, and raging over all of this. And especially cause it's, it's more, more, not more, it is the left uh, that are doing this. And, and it's easy to just say like, Oh, well, all Democrats and everyone, anyone who's uh, on the left side of the, of the aisle in any way, supports this stuff and agrees with it because they're not speaking out against it like other people are. But I think that most of those people, I think the vast majority of people, even if they consider themselves to be on the left or on the right, you know, conservative in the way that we don't like or progressive liberal in the way that we don't like, uh, they're still like human beings and, and pretty normally not morons for, for like the, the vast majority of their stuff, but they just kind of like go along with the flow because they probably just feel like that's what they have to think and do. Cause I know I used to think that way when I was more of a, a conservative and a Republican, which was like, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to believe. And I, I was never really vocal about it because I didn't have a strong conviction for it. And I think it's the same thing with this kind of PC culture, social justice warrior stuff. You have the really loud people, that really care about it. And then you got another, a bunch of other people that are just kind of go along with it because that's, they, they think that they have to think that way. But once they start really going overboard with this kind of stuff, like the guy in the audience who laughs and gives permission to everybody else to laugh, people are going to start saying, well, no, this is crazy. And that's going to give the, tacit permission to everybody else to say say, yeah this is stupid let's let's not do this anymore yeah hopefully that happens (laughs) yeah and And i think in in the meantime i i think it's kind of creepy i do think it's kind of creepy and weird that like 
they demand an apology. Like someone says something they don't like. And they're going to demand an apology regardless of how superficial or fake or whatever. They're just and they don't stop until they get it, which is just really creepy. Yeah. And it's weird because <laughs> I, I don't like I wonder what happened with with Mary when he gave his apology. You think someone like called him up and was just like, hey, just here. Here, we wrote it out for you. Just copy this down and tweet it out and. This would just be better if you do that or, or, or if you did it on his own. I don't know. I, I It's it's one of those things where I would love for people to just say no and stand up to him like Jordan Peterson did. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't blame people because they're, you know, they're, they're getting their livelihood threatened and they can just kind of be like, oh, maybe I can make this all go away if I just right. send a tweet saying, oh, hey, sorry, I was 15 and I don't use those words anymore, whether they believe it or not. Um, but part of it is too, like I'm saying that, uh, or when I said that uh, it's only a small number of people, because I wrote about this a while ago, it's, it'll be in the show notes page, but it's called, uh, yes, social justice warriors are the worst, but just let them be sometimes, you know, it, it, it turns into this, like, a like people who don't like the social justice warriors and PC culture people. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's an opportunity to talk about it, a lot of us do, whether it's mm-hmm. conservatives or libertarians or anybody else, anybody who, who opposes these social justice warriors. Mm-hmm. And while I'm not, I'm not saying never do that, never call them out for their, their stupidity, but I really think half the time, right? I don't know what the actual ratio is, but a lot of the time that the only attention that these people are getting are from the people that hate him. You know, it's, it's, you see these, I see these articles popping up and it's like, uh, you know, they're trying to pass this law now. And it's just some like no name politician in some podunk, podunk town somewhere suggests this stupid bill that doesn't get anywhere. But now the article makes it seem like it's about ready to, to, to be a federal law right. that's going to be the worst thing in the world. And not that I wouldn't put it past the federal government to make stupid laws like this, but it just brings attention to these ideas and topics that would otherwise never happen. It's like we were talking uh, before we went on the podcast, and, and it's the same thing as like when abortion comes up and that becomes the debate in the media and everything, and, and someone in the media finds a random Catholic priest that says – yeah, I believe abortion's okay and not not immoral. And they say, oh, look, see, see, this is what the Catholic Church believes. And it's like, no, it's just one guy that you're, and then it, and you make it seem like it's uh, it's it's standard protocol. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, just, that's what these people want. They want a no, big I deal to be made about it, so <laughs> don't give them the platform. Yeah, I mean, I look at my kids, right? And and maybe when you were a kid, you remember stuff like this. But my one son, all son's playing with his cars, and the other guy comes over and kicks him to get the reaction. Mm-hmm. There's no other reason why you would do that other than to get the reaction. Yeah, it's. I remember my. I hated. It. I hated hearing it, but yeah. they were right. My parents yeah. would always say, "Uh, someone's he's bothering me. We'll just ignore him and we'll stop." Yeah. No, but it's it's very human. Like we're it, well, or or it's childish. 
They're PC babies. Right. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's a very childish reaction to want to react to dumb yeah. stuff that just, if you just ignore it, it'll go away because you're giving them power that they wouldn't otherwise have. All right. Which is kind of how I think we do. Like I, it, like I said, I saw the article and it's not like I didn't get enraged over it. I'm like, no. yeah, look at that. They found something on Kyler Murray. That's funny. Yeah, it's stupid. I was more I just annoyed that the that the reporter would do that. Not that, that like people care. It's like, oh, this is this is weird. what the new thing. It's just that wow. very weird to go through a college kid's tweets to try to destroy him. Like right. the reason you're doing that. You're not going back to when he was 14 to see how uh you know, he tweeted something nice to someone. Yeah. Like like it's not like you were just randomly looking through tweets. You were looking to destroy a college kid. Yeah. Like you're a loser. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know. well, it's 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 funny because when when a lot of the like the celebrities, especially with the, like when the Me Too movement was happening, and they were you know oh you can't make jokes about whatever, and they were being all high and mighty about this, and you went back to some of the more vocal people about it and saw tweets that they made. It wasn't just like a single tweet, but they were saying, "Oh, was it Michael Ian Black?" That comedian, mm -hmm. he was big on the PC stuff. And uh, they went back and found tweets with him, like, making jokes about, uh, like, having sex with his son, like, his very what? young son. And they were jokes. They were clearly jokes, but they were also kind of disgusting. <laughs> not not any right. sort of joke that I would ever make. And I'm not, I'm not, you know... That's very weird. Yeah, I'm not timid about you know making jokes and everything and 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 all that I mean, stuff. A joke's but, a joke. You right. might not like it. You might think it's distasteful. But a joke is a joke, regardless of what it is. Yes. Yeah. You know, like to say you can't joke about something or that's never a joke. Well, no, it is a joke. Mm -hmm. The guy made a joke. It might not have been funny, but it's a joke. Right. But it was just like weird. It's like, man, if you're getting upset about this kind of stuff, but you're making jokes like this. Ugh. Maybe a little bit of a hypocrite. And and while yeah. we're saying all this and saying like, oh, we should just ignore these lefties and social justice warriors. If someone's going after you and and doing it in a way that's actually, you know, causing you problems, I'm not saying you have to just sit there and take it. If if you think that you should fight back and smack these people down, go for it. Like Jordan Peterson. When when he first came out and he didn't back down, I think that's good. I think P and and it's good because he also inspired a lot of people to to start, you know, right. to to say, hey, you you don't need to to bend over for these people. Oh, is that politically incorrect? Am I allowed not allowed to say that, Slappy? I uh, hear some. Yeah, no, that that's I demand an apology. <sighs> You know, when we're when we become super rich and famous from this Someone's podcast, someone's got to go back to uh, episode. What episode are we on? Uh, One twenty-two. Yeah, and you're gonna take us down because of that comment. Yeah. Okay, that disgusting comment that I won't repeat. No, because it well, it was horrific. And you know what? I know it's not gonna matter because they're just gonna take that clip out of context. But I'm going to apologize, a heartfelt apology, right now. That the Rollo from. 15 seconds ago, I am no longer that person. That was a different and I person don't, speaking. That was, changed. I've changed. I don't speak that way. And But still, words matter. And if I offended anyone, 
I give you my sincerest apology, and I promise that it will never happen again. So I know no one's going to hear that because they're just going to take that one clip, but I, I, I feel better that I, that I said that. That's, that's what, even though I will deserve everything that comes to me. You couldn't for get a saying that, for that. Couldn't get a what? Like a tear about how sorry you are. That you- I am crying, but we don't record video, so you can't see the tears that are just pouring down my cheeks. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I will deserve any and all punishment that I get. Good. But I will at least know that I am a changed man. Good. So. But yeah, I mean, it, it was like the, uh, with the whole Me Too movement and everything, which that got out of hand too. Because it was, yeah, if you're raping people, like rape is obviously horrific and terrible and no one supports that. But uh, Matt Damon, when they were talking to him about it and he kind of said something like, well, there's a difference between rape and a pat on the butt. Not that, you know, an un- unwanted well- pat on the body is is a good thing to do but there's a huge difference and he got ripped ripped across the coals for that and it's like well well there is (laughs) there's a huge difference (laughs) and then he said you know and and the whole uh you know believe all women and but then he came out and said well if i got a false accusation against me i'm fighting that to the death when he should right and then and 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 to carry on with this hypocrisy stuff uh there was uh, one of uh, Lena Dunham, that lefty actress that I don't – I go out of my way to avoid anything that she has to do with. But someone on her staff or something for her television show that she has uh, was accused – I don't know if it was rape or not or some sort of sexual misconduct. Um, I think it was – yeah, it was rape. Someone got, someone got accused – what's that? Didn't she rape her sister? Oh, I don't know. That's. I think she said that in her book. Ugh, that's weird. Yeah, that's when I stopped reading. <laughs> well, you got a lot further than I. <laughs> no, I I don't actually own the book. I just. You should offer a sure heartfelt apology for even suggesting that you <laughs> read it. That I read the book, yeah. Or read that book, yeah. but um, but no, it was rape, uh, and I think it was like a seven. She was seventeen years old or something Jeez. at the time, but um, and. Lena Dunham came out and said, uh, you know, no, all she's lying. I just said, basically said that this girl uh, was lying. And then it came out recently that she said, well, I just couldn't believe that like this guy would do that. I thought I, I had a safe work environment and everything. So my reaction was how I, I can't imagine that this would ever happen. And no so she apologized. She, she was very apologetic for saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, could you like apply that to the rest of the world now? So when, like, I, everyone would love to live in a world, love to live in a world at least where if a woman said she got raped, that you can believe her, that false accusations didn't don't exist. But mm-hmm. can we let people defend themselves a little bit and defend their friends, especially when like when they're when all they know is that hey, a good friend of mine just got accused of of doing something bad. Well, he's my friend. I know him. I like him pretty good. I I I believe him until until I hear something 
get more evidence against it instead of just this attack mentality. And, and, and it just goes to show because there's a lot of scumbags in Hollywood as we're seeing. And even all these lefties, uh, social justice warriors that want to, uh, you know, pound the Me Too drum, that it's their friends who are getting caught up in this too. And they're getting, it's happened to someone else too. I forget who it was. I don't know. I, I can't even keep up with yeah. it. But but it, it happened where someone got accused of some sort of sexual misconduct and they were like, well, and this was right after they were done saying, believe all women. It's like, well, I, I believe my friend. <laughs> of course oh. you do. It's like, remember when Hillary Clinton believed all Bill Clinton's accusers? Yes. Yes. So, and that's the thing. And I, I think the more this happens, and this is another example, because normal people... Normal people with somewhat normally functioning brains, which is most of the world, I do think. Mm. Even though they might not be vocal, they might not all have podcasts where they go and talk about this stuff and say say what they think about it like this. But I think most people are able to see through that kind of stuff. And they might not even admit it. They might not be vocal about it, but yeah. And when I say vocal about it, I don't mean like you're saying, having a podcast. I mean, even if it comes up, they probably just go along because they don't want to rock the boat. Right. And maybe maybe my acquaintances and friends and people, my coworkers and everything, are different than everybody else. I know when I was on a, a J.W. Weatherin's podcast, uh, an episode, a couple, I forget which one it was. But a few weeks ago, uh, when I was telling him the story about, you know, kind of working at the refinery and the story I told today with the with the panel from the HR. And he's from like the Bay Area in San Francisco and uh, uh, the, what's it called? The tech tech scene. And it's it's not like my stories at all. He, he was in the belly yeah. of the beast with that kind of stuff. Well, so in, in fairness too, like in my career – um, like not all of us work in hateful places like you do. So yes. there's some stories probably I could tell. But, uh, right. You know, so in, in my world, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So I don't mean to say that my experiences are, are going to be predictive or indicative of, of everyone else in the world. But I, I know very few people that actually go out of their way. The yeah. Stuff. Are like yeah. triggly puff kind of people. Yeah. I think like you were saying earlier about being a Republican and not really thinking about what you believe, just kind of being told or like you're supposed to believe this. I think that's most of it. Right. Like people know that any word that describes a human is supposed to be offensive. Therefore, that's offensive. Now, they're not personally offended. They just say that's offensive. Right. Actually, one of, speaking of being offended and stuff, one of the things I want to I, I want to bring up and I brought it up in the very beginning of the show, talk about fruitcake. And since it is this time of season that, that fruitcake is baked, which could be considered, a, the, depending how you use that term, could be a very offensive term. Well, and it's a, I, it's there. Yes, exactly. And the way people talk about fruitcake is extremely offensive because it right. marginalizes the food, which is the greatest food in the world. And people think that they can just, they should have a league that is anti-defamation against fruitcake. Do you know what, Slappy? I mean, we can use this as a free market success story, but uh, someone actually did create the uh, fruitcake anti-defamation league to fight. Did they really? Yes, to, to fight, fight, this, fight this kind of stuff. 
Because it well, is, good. it's awful. Yeah, that's good. It, it's it's denigrating to fruitcake. The, the fact that you can just say, that, like, oh, what's, what's something terrible to get as a gift? Oh, fruitcake. How, how horrible is that? So Yeah, now, look, I'm not going to say one way or the other about fruitcake, my opinions of it, but... Well, we already know. I mean, you love it. But the thing is, I'm an ally. We'll say that. Okay. Good. Well, it's uh, it's important. Actually, I have do I do have a better free market success story. Okay. Um, not that that wasn't good enough. I just know that we live in a society where, you know, there's a lot of hatred towards fruitcake, and people aren't very accepting. So, uh, in order to not lose our bigoted listeners, I kind of have to play to their uh, preferences and stuff, no matter how much I hate it. But uh, we use WordPress as the, uh, as kind of the the engine for our, I, I don't even know what you call it, this is how technically great I am, uh, for our website, the kind of the back end. And they just released an updated version of the software. And now mm-hmm. like making posts, they, they changed it up a little bit. And it's actually it it's, takes a little bit of uh, adjusting, but it's actually the uh, user experience is actually a lot better, and I think it's going to make uh, using the site a lot more productive. And so, do you know how much we paid for that, Slappy, for this upgrade? I uh, I I can't even imagine zero dollars. No, that wouldn't happen in a market. Right. It's it's the same amount of money that it costs you to go to fruitcakeadl.com or to follow at fruitcakeadl on Twitter. But uh, yeah, they did this. It's WordPress is, I believe it's an open source software. I think it is. I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they they work on it and make improvements and, and bring it out to their to the customers for for free. And so uh, it's funny how so many people. Uh, use word i mean wordpress is huge like tons and tons of people use it mm-hmm. and and other source i mean most of the stuff you go and use on the internet is for free and people always complain about how businesses are only out to get your money which they are but but they'll charge you for any little thing that they can as if somehow the government is here uh protecting you from wordpress from charging you money to uh <laughs> to use their service or something uh but yeah, it just shows how there's there's we're benefiting so much for stuff that's that people are still uh, making money off of, mm-hmm. but being able to to do it in a way they're able to figure it out uh, in a way that makes most people's use of it be completely for free, which is which is pretty neat, pretty awesome. So I think we should sometimes take a step back and think about that. So when you're going on the internet, when you go to McFlugel.com and we're not charging you for anything, uh, maybe uh, go and subscribe <laughs> to us or, uh, or give us a good rate. rating yeah. on uh, whatever podcatcher you use. Yeah. Is that what they're called, podcatchers? Yeah, I think so. So I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um. No, no. No, I don't. I think we we're good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested if people have feedback and they say no, I think we're going to uh, be in the dark ages for 
years and years and forever because of the PC culture. Um, I'd be happy to hear it. So, uh, yeah, let us know. And uh, check out mcflugel.com slash 122. show notes page. And as we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, go to libertymugs.com. Uh, we are running a sale through Thanksgiving. <laughs> not through Thanksgiving. Through Thanksgiving. No, that would be a long sale. But through Christmas, where if you enter the the coupon code CHRISTMAS at checkout, you will get 15% off your order. And if you're thinking about buying some Liberty Mugs or Liberty Mugs t-shirts, since we sell them now too, uh, as a Christmas gift, you better hurry up and get your order in because uh, today's December 10th. Yeah, you're make sure you want to get it in time. I don't know exactly what the cutoff date would be, but uh, don't risk it. Just go and do it now. Do it. Do it now. Just, yeah, do it now. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> do it. It's my uh, subliminal, unsubliminal, subliminal messaging. You know, if you uh, if you r- listen to our uh, episodes backwards, it'll say Rollo is dead. Does it? No, I hope not. <laughs> but no, it just says over and over again: "Buy Liberty mugs." Buy oh, Liberty does. mugs. Yeah, I thought it was Rollo is dead. Uh, I hope not, mm. but maybe. All right. So with that, uh, we'll catch you next week, and tractors are awesome. Peace.